0: This is what Liz, this is what I feel like God has led me to to teach on tonight. Uh, And so we'll just dive right in. We'll go into John chapter 15, verses 12 and, and 13. This is my commandment, that ye love one another as I have loved you. Greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. I won't keep you standing too long at all here. Uh, I'm just going to minister tonight on the standard of love. So you, you may be seated. So this is what I taught my Sunday school kids a few weeks ago. And I thought this was something good that we all maybe especially more so adults, needed to be reminded of. Uh, Because, you know, we're caught up. we, We have media all around us. We have life. We're surrounded by many different types of love, love that is love, love that isn't love. We're surrounded by it. And it's sometimes good to take a step back and remember what love really, truly is. Because love is not simply the opposite of hate, and it's not just a pleasant feeling. Love is not just simply some chemicals in our brain. It's not lust, and it's not passion. Love is not complicated, but it's also not just simple. Love is real. It is deep. It is lasting. It is life-changing. Love is an experience, and it's a choice. Because we can choose to love someone even when we don't like them. There's plenty of people I don't like, but I can still choose to love them anyway. Love is something we all desire to have and to give. And I'm going to teach on love, not as defined by the world. Normally, I would go to Webster's Dictionary and i will look up the definition of something and start with that. Um, I completely ignore that this time, just didn't go to the dictionary one time. Uh, I'm going to define it as what God defines this as. And going beyond that, I also want to remind us on how God loves us, how we can know God loves us. So God is calling us to a high standard of love. And this is how he defines it. This is the standard. In 1 Corinthians 13, through 8. And in this, charity means love. A lot of other translations from King James will translate it to love. So if you're confused on that, that's what it means. Though I speak with the tongues of men and angels and have not charity, I am become as sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I can remove mountains and have not charity, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned and have not charity, it profiteth me nothing. You're not getting away from the eyes of God on this. You can pretend to be giving and selfless and do all the right things and not have love behind it because love is not just the things you do so here's here's what love is charity suffereth long and is kind not nice it is kind and there's a difference Charity envieth not. Charity vaunteth not itself, is not puffed up. Doth not behave itself unseemly. Seeketh not her own, is not easily provoked, thinketh no evil. Rejoiceth not in iniquity, but rejoiceth in truth. That rejoiceth not in iniquity is kind of hard. Because in a very simple way of explaining it, if somebody came and slapped you across the face, And then walked away and tripped and fell and broke the nose. Love does not cause you to rejoice at their suffering, that they got hurt. I know that's probably never going to happen, but the principle. Love is going to cause you to care about that person, even though they just hit you across the face. Rejoiceth not in iniquity, but rejoiceth in the truth. Beareth all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things. Endureth all things. Charity never faileth. So, eloquent words, the gift of prophecy, knowledge, great faith, giving the charities, and even sacrificing your own life are not adequate substitutes for love. These things do and oftentimes stem from love, but they themselves are not love. This this is love. Love is patient. It's a dirty word, but it is patient. Not indefinitely so. It won't be patient forever, uh, but it is patient, and it's willing to go the distance. Look at how patient God is with us, with our own failures. Love is kind. It's not nice and just gets walked all over. But it is friendly and it is considerate and it is generous. Love does not envy because it embraces what it has rather than looking at what it doesn't. Love is not proud or boastful. It's never found guilty of arrogance because it's looking outward instead of inward. Love does not behave itself in ways that it's going to cause a scene or cause someone to question if your love is genuine. Love is going to cause you to look after others rather than fulfilling your own desires first. Love does not get mad easily. It doesn't rejoice when your enemy suffers. Love bears the burden. It causes us to believe and have faith in all things. And love doesn't fail. It never fails. It's not enough to some, just say that we love God and others. It's, it's easy to say. It's easy to use words, love and hate, and all the big words because they use so much. Uh, it's just how we talk. But love is a very heavy word. and we, we can't just say it. It's not enough. I could, I could tell my wife I love her all day long, but if I don't act like it, it means nothing. It's kind of insulting. lost my place <laughs> but this is the love that God is calling us to have and that's because that's the same love he shows us because this kind of love is just who he is and beyond that beyond just knowing he's calling us to high standard of love like okay I, I need to love people like this because this is how God loves But what else in the scripture is going to prove that God loves me? I don't like yes, I know he's telling us we're supposed to love. I know he's telling us these things, but I'm still dealing with emotions and my own feelings. I just don't and I just can't feel like God loves me. Psalms 116 and 1. I love the Lord because he hath heard my voice and my supplications. He listens to us. King David wrote or prayed a lot of prayers. That's what most of Psalms is. He, he knows God hears him out. And he is about as human as an example you're going to find anywhere in the Bible. And he loves the Lord because he knows that God hears his voice and his supplications. And God hears it beyond just listening to answer. He genuinely takes the time to listen And hear what we have to say. There are many times when my prayers involve me just venting. Complaining, honestly. Uh, But still, I walked away feeling closer to God than ever before. Because I know he's listening to me. A king who doesn't love his subjects does not listen to them, vent, and comfort them. He just points a finger and commands, do this, do that. I don't care how you feel. I said, go do something. And God is a king, but I find God to be the best listener I've ever known. And it's because of his love for us, us each of us individually, that he listens so patiently and intently because he hears even... Even when I'm trying to pray and I don't know what to pray because a lot of my prayers are just like a jumbled mess because I don't have the great eloquent words I wish I could have. He hears anyway. He knows exactly what I'm trying to get across. Matthew 5, 43 to 48. This is Jesus speaking. You have heard that it hath been said, thou shalt love thy neighbor and hate thine enemy. But I say unto you, Love your enemies. Bless them that curse you. Do good to them that hate you. And pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. This is a hard standard. This is really, because it's easy to, you know, love the people that love you. It's easy to get along with people that don't hate you and actively try to ruin your life. But to love that person that slapped you across the face before they tripped and broke the nose, to love that person, love the people that cut you deep, to love the person that backstabbed you, to love these different people we're going to have in our lives. This is the standard that God is calling us to, to love them, to bless them, to pray for them, not pray harm for them, to pray for them like you would want someone to pray for you. Pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you, that ye may be the children of your Father which is in heaven. For he maketh his son to rise on the evil and the good, and sendeth rain on the just and the unjust. Good and p- bad people have good and bad days. You know, he doesn't pick just the good people to have good things to, and the bad, the people that spit in his face, he's causing them to, to experience the joy in their life and blessings because of his love for them. For if ye love them which love you, what reward have ye? Do not even the publicans the same? And if ye salute your brethren only, what do ye more than others? Do not even the publicans so? You know, even the base people, even everyone, everyone can just love someone who loves them. It's not a hard thing. The most average Joe is going to do this. You're not special. Because you love someone that loves you back. You're not different if you only say hi to your friends. And then 548, be ye therefore perfect, even as your Father which is in heaven is perfect. You know, he is telling us to be complete, mature, and perfect. And loving everyone just like he does. He sets his standard by the way he loves us, which is a love without condition, a love in spite of whatever we do. God doesn't need us to be at a certain level. He loves us where we are, even when we don't love him back. He is telling us to have this kind of love to others because it is the kind of love he has to you, personally you. John 3, 16, and 17. Probably the most popular verse in Christian Christendom. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, which as God he has every right to do, but that the world through him might be saved his love for us for everyone for me for you for the individual person it drove him to lay down his own life or the son his human nature to save us to break away that wall of separation called sin that stepped into kind of like uh, you screwed over Scoot God over here, separate you two. Because God's love, he wanted that relationship. He wanted to rebuild that, to, to heal that wound and to bring it back. And in John 15, 12, and 13, this is my commandment that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. God laid down his life for the world, but he laid down his life for his friends. He calls us his friends because he has a love for us on a personal and real and deep level. You know, we're not just one in, what, seven billion-ish, something like that. Uh, We're not just, we're not just, we didn't just poof, here we are, you know, like, oh, I must have sneezed and there came grace into the world, (laughs) You know, like, no, we, we were made on purpose. We were made intently. We were made not to be a waste of space, but to know him, to be known by him, to help others to know him. We were made to experience this love and to share this love. Over and over again, the word of God tells us how much God loves us. And through it, we see the standard of love he sets for us to show others. Because it's how, it's how he loves us, and he doesn't want us to show anything less. But also, looking back, if you're still not convinced that he loves you, God is not a hypocrite. He's not going to tell you to love others so perfectly and not be giving that same love himself. He's not going to overlook you and decide to love everybody else. He's not forgetful. He, you're not just some speck of dust in the wind. You are known and loved and you have a purpose. And here's, here's the amazing thing. You don't have to love God for him to love you. He loved, he loved you before you ever knew who he was. And he will love you your entire life no matter what you do. There's a scene on a show I've watched before where a brother was, he pulled his own brother in close. And he was about to die and his brother was gonna, gonna live on and whatever he does. Uh, and it was the older brother that was gonna die, the younger brother that was living. And the younger brother was making some really, really bad choices. He had some bad information, bad, bad choices, yada, yada. Uh, and the big brother pulls him in close even though he knows this little brother hasn't done what he would have preferred him to do. Uh, but he pulled him in close. He's like, Hey, I will love you always. No matter the choices you make. That is God. He will love us always. No matter the choices we make. Yes. He will help us to get better, but his love is unconditional. You don't need to meet some minimum standard. The minimum standard is just being alive. You are here. You are loved. Being loved and experiencing the love are two different things, though. You can go your whole life without experiencing the love of God because you just look the other way, because you don't give it a chance, or because you don't even know about it. That's why it's so important for us to reach out to people to help them know to experience this kind of love. You know, we have the choice to love God, whether, whether we want to or not. He loves us. But uh, and it's because of his love that he gives us the choice to love him back or not. You know, it's does a robot love you? Like you can program it to love you, of course. No, that's not love. It's just doing what it's programmed to do. We are not robots. We have a choice. We can choose whether or not to love him because love is a choice. And you know, he still loves us when we choose not to love him even though it hurts. Because like in uh, John three sixteen and John 15, uh, talk about how he loves us so much, he laid down his life for his friends, for us. You know, that, that, was a, that was a heavy burden. Dying on the cross was not something simple and easy. Dying on the cross hurt. You know, I've heard that burning alive hurts a lot. And dying on a cross was like way past that. Like, there's not dying, burning alive is somewhere in the middle, excruciating pain. Here's the cross. <laughs> I mean, he was beat. He was mangled. People didn't even recognize his face. He had nails driven through his wrist and his feet and his own body weight pulling on that. Moving, those bones moving against the ripping through the muscles, his blood pouring down. Him not even be able to breathe because you go like this, you can't breathe out. You have, to, you have to push against the nails and pull to breathe out. Most people on the cross just died from lack of breathing after a while. If you were lucky, they would break your legs so you'd die a little bit faster. Some people lasted days. Jesus did, not he died at the right time exactly when he needed to. But he went through that pain willingly because he wanted to tear down the separation of sin to give us the chance to walk to walk to him, to know him, who he is. And he doesn't even require anything of us. He's just like, here is my love. Just take it. Just experience this. Just know me and who I am. And when we do accept his love and we love him back, We get to fully experience his love. So now we're not just loved by him. We are experiencing his love. All of this. And there's so much more even than what I've just gone through uh, in this short amount of time. But we get to experience fully his love. The love of a father. The love of a friend. The love of a king. To have a king love you is, is something quite special indeed uh the love of a savior cuz he took the punishment of sin we should have got he saved us and the love of god you know how many other religions there are where the concept of a loving god is just makes no sense to them they're just they're just hoping their god doesn't kill them you know that's the best they're hoping for but here we are knowing god that he is He is love. He is the definition of love. And we get to experience that love. It is bigger and better and more pure than any other love we're going to find. We can kind of find types of it because the love you have with your parents, that's a type of reflection of how God as a father loves you. The relationship with a spouse, that's a type of, Of a relationship of how god loves like he loves his church as his bride that he would lay down his life for it has experience the love of a friend that sticks closer than a brother you you have those friends that you can talk to about anything you can just sit down with not even talk just be there and it's great that's a reflection of what we have in god and when we learn to love god More than anyone or anything else. That's another step. That's another hard thing. We can love God. But to put him first. It's hard. But we put him first. We will see everything else. Everything else. We love be more loved. And more blessed. As it no longer just has our love. But it now has God's love. His perfect love that we have learned by loving him more, learned by experiencing it flowing through us and into all these other things. When I learn to love God more than I love my wife, I'm going to love her more deeply because now I have the depth of the father's love to lean on to help me love her that much more, to love soon my daughter. Whenever she gets, I'll be able to love her so much more. I can love my friends, but I can love my enemies you know, it's still not easy. I'm still just a man here. I'm still just a basic guy. You know, I don't like the guy that hit me in the face, but I can learn instead of laughing at them, I can just say, are you okay? Or at the very least, just not laugh at them while, (laughs) while they fall. Sometimes it's baby steps, but yeah, everything, everything in our lives, even our enemies will become blessed. It's hard to meet the standard of love that God has set. But when I know I'm getting all of this love from God, and it's also the same love he is showing that guy that tripped and fell out to hit me in the face. Because I'm not special. You know, I'm not better than that guy. I'm just another one that God created. You know, and I know I am known personally and deeply by God. He knows my name. I, I am special to him. But there's nothing that says, I, I get God's love and he doesn't, even though he did something really mean. Or even though she just stabbed me in the back and now my whole life is ruined. I can't even show my face in public. You know, it's the same love here he is showing me, he is also showing them. And I find it impossible to justify showing any, any, showing anything less than love to everyone I meet, even those people I don't like. Because God is loving them when he has even more reason not to. Because he feels the pain of the cross every single time we, we sin. And the basic of sin, just at its base, is just a separation between you and God. Ignoring what lives. Lying, boom, separated. Murder, boom, separated. Lying, separated. I mean, just whatever it is, it's just... A separation. It puts a little more distance. And God feels that pain just a little bit more. He's like, I remember what I did to tear that down to help bring you to me. But still his love isn't any less. You know, still his love doesn't just like fade away somehow. You know, God is still loving us. Even when we just decide to backslide it, even when we decide to kick him in the face, even when we decide to curse God, he is still loving us. How can I justify not laugh, not loving, not, laughing, not loving the guy that just hit me in the face and walked off or the, the girl that just ruined my life? You know, I, I don't have to like them necessarily, but I need to love them with the same love that God has loved me because it is his standard of love. And I know, I know, I'm just, I'm just a man. I'm going to stumble. I'm going to fall. I'm not going to do this perfectly. But God is gracious and God is very, very patient. You know, a a baby step forward is still a step forward. If you can't find yourself giving all of your love, you know, to such an amazing standard to everyone, just take it one little step at a time. Try to go a little, try to fall more in love with God. Don't try to fix yourself. Don't try to make it, make yourself love everyone. Fall more in love with God let his love start to flow through you a little bit more every single day. We have our entire lives to let this happen, whether it, be, whether it ends tonight or whatever. It's, it's all about the progress. It's all about God's love flowing through. I want to be able to rise up to that standard of love. You know, I, I still fall and I still mess up, and I know we all do. But I know I, got a lot of, I know I have a lot of love and patience behind me helping me, flowing through me, and picking me up. And it's not just me. It's you and you and you and you and you, and it's every single one of us. I don't want to show anything less than the same love that God is giving me. Love. Love shouldn't be complicated. But it's not some simple little thing just to toss out the window. It's not a simple word, just ah, love, cheesy. Cheesy. It's, it's heavy, it's real, it's hard, it's pure, it's good, it's, it's wonderful, it's, it's life-changing. It will change not just your life, but the lives of the people around you. Because that love, God is love. And God doesn't just leave things the way they are when he's allowed to move. Let's let the love of God start to flow into us and through us. Realizing he does love us this much. Actually, more than that, because just words is not enough to describe how much he loves. And let us focus on meeting that standard, especially if we're going to claim to be a Christian, if we're going to claim to be Christ like. Let's be like Christ. <laughs> so let's stand and pray for just a minute before we're dismissed, before we go our separate ways. Just take a minute, pray for help to love other people or pray for help receiving God's love if you find it hard to believe that he could love you that much or just pray and just be there with God, be in his love. But let's just pray and let's just learn to love and fall more in love with God and learn to love those around us. And realize just how much God loves us. God loves me, me personally, regardless of what I've done. He loves me. That love doesn't stop. That love doesn't fade away. God, let me receive that. Let me believe that. Let me live it. And Lord, help me to let that love flow through me. To let that love be a blessing. Let that love overflow into the lives of the people around me, to my family, to my friends, to my co workers, God, to my classmates. Lord, let it overflow through me to the people I don't like, to the people that are my enemies, to the people that are hoping to ruin my life, to the people I already have. Lord, help me to love them like you love them. Help me to love like you love. Help me to bask in it, Jesus. Lord, let your love wash over us. Lord, let your love flow through me, God. Mm. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Mm. Love is not just a word. Love is not just some simple little thing. Love is deep. Love is real. Love is amazing and wonderful. Lord, let your name be glorified in us. God, let your love just flow through us. Jesus, you are wonderful. You are mighty. Mm, In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Oh, yes, Jesus, yes, Jesus, yes, Jesus. Mm. Mm. Love is patient, kind. It goes the distance. It's not envious. It's not boastful or proud. It does not behave in a way to make you question if it's genuine. Love is not angered easily. does not rejoice with evil. Love is good. And love is real. Love penetrates. And it never fails. So as we go our separate ways tonight. Let's not just leave this here. It's easy to go our separate ways, step back into normal life and forget about church, forget about the word, forget about God. We're surrounded by life and life is distracting. Help us to go and keep being the church. And help us to to love and be loved. Try to let God's love flow through you. And instead of, instead of rejoicing over that guy that hit you in the face and tripped, learn, learn to say God bless him anyway. So God bless you all this week. I hope it's good. And thank you for bearing with me. I know I don't have the best words ever, but thank you. So God bless you all.